0: And welcome back to Story Science with the DJ Finley. I am, of course, your hostess, DJ Finley, and we are recording, well, I am here with Essie, and we are recording live from Cedar City, Utah, because Yay! we are visiting the Shakespeare Festival. Yeah, Utah Shakespeare
1: Festival. Utah Shakespeare Festival. Celebrating their 60th year, which also isn't very great, because it's also the first year without Fred Adams. Yeah. He passed away last year. Mm-hmm. So... It's kind of bittersweet. It's like, yay, we did 60 years, but Fred's gone. So. Yeah,
0: you should have held out and stayed and a little I,
1: longer. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Oh, anyway, man. So. Yeah,
0: so it, and it really kind of shows. I mean, I don't know. It
1: There's not a lot of people,
0: granted pandemic. Sure, pandemic. And the printing quality on their uh, playbills has
1: gone down. Who knows? Maybe my purse just hates playbills, but usually they don't fall apart till after I get home. and yeah, in my different. car for a bit.
0: Yeah, it feels different, too. Anyways, but we're not here to talk about the play Bill or how few people. I mean, the, the theater was practically deserted. We had people moving closer. Yeah, that we was sitting. not the main people. So, anyway, but which play are we discussing?
1: We are discussing Pericles. Yes. Because, background, for those of you who do not know, the Shakespeare Festival, because celebrate their 50th year, was a real, we're, we're doing every single Shakespeare play.
0: Which um, I appreciate.
1: Which I appreciate because, yay, we get to see Shakespeare plays. So, um, this year we have Pericles, Cymbeline, Richard III, and. Comedy of Errors. Comedy of Errors. Yeah. So, that's the lineup. And we're going to see either two. Um, we, won't,
0: we won't be seeing Cymbeline until September. We may record that one. We'll I'm not see. sure.
1: But, um, yeah, we're going to see Richard and Errors in the next two nights. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we saw Pericles last night. And. We saw Pericles last night. <laughs> Okay, we probably should tell people what Pericles is about since no one knows this thing. Yeah, which is kind of sad. It's a a very straightforward play. Oh, it's it's very straightforward.
0: I think what's kind of funny about Pericles is that one thing I like about Shakespeare, in general Shakespeare, is I like all of the little intricate plot details, like, you know, this person's backstabbing this person who's backstabbing this person who's backstabbing this person who's backstabbing this person, backstabbing this person, backstabbing
1: this person who wants a donkey. Do- like, yeah, you have, like, you know, you, and she, you have all these, like, little plots going on. You have all these people who want something.
0: Yeah, and they're all, like, stabbing each other in the back for mm. it.
1: Yeah. Or they're
0: manipulating each other's
1: lives. Yeah, they're they're running around misunderstandings, manipulations, Mm -hmm. craziness. And depending on which one it is, either everyone's dead or everyone gets married. That's basically how it ends. (laughs)
0: Uh, This one doesn't have that. No? It's a a
1: straightforward plot where the gods hate Pericles. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's basically... <laughs> for no reason. I mean, I don't know nothing really about one. I think this is one of those early ones from what people have said. I am willing to bet. We can bet. I am um, willing to bet, We yeah. don't know if the reason it's so choppy is because when they were trying to put the plays together, there was no full script. They had to like compile a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff, so I don't know if something got lost. Well, all the plays were
0: like that. All, yeah, the, plays were all the plays were... like that. ...compilations of actor's notes. Uh-huh. Because apparently it was not common practice back in the day to write the whole script. Yeah, because someone could steal it. yeah. And so the actors would have notes that were just their lines. Mm -hmm. And that's why it took so long for the plays to get published as books was because the remaining actors had to get all of the actors' scripts. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what they were called. They had a name for them.
1: Yeah, they have a term. Yeah, they have a term. I don't
0: remember what the term is. But they had to get all these scripts together because everyone had their lines only. And you had to, like, figure out which lines were what lines and, Mm. and everything. And who said what when? And then after they got all the plays compiled mm-hmm. as good as they could, then the books got the Shakespeare books got published, mm-hmm. and so the plays that we have are actually not entirely the plays that were performed back when Shakespeare was alive. Yeah, which is kind of sad, but yeah, uh, I guess everyone really liked Hamlet because there's more of Hamlet. It's a four-hour play. Yeah, that thing, thing is huge. <laughs> that is long. Uh, But yeah, so Pericles has that uh, feel of it's either a very early play of Shakespeare's or they couldn't get all of the actor's notes.
1: Yeah, because it felt very choppy in bits and very quick in a lot of other areas. Mm -hmm. It's basically, if you had to sum it up, like, that excluded. If you sum it up, it's basically Shakespeare heard a bunch of Greek epics and went, Hey, I can write one.
0: (laughs) Shakespeare (laughs) decided to do the 60s before the 60s. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: you did We're Jason Pericles. the architecture before Jason the Archanics. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, or uh, Clash the Titans or whatever. But even then, those have more intricate plot details. Yeah, because... Because if you watch a, a Greek epic, mm-hmm. especially from the 90s, not the new trash, the 90s good stuff. Or not the 90s, 60s, sorry. 60s, 80s, 70s good stuff. Uh, there's a lot of little inter- intric- intricate story details. Mm-hmm going on in those things. And so, I think that's what makes Pericles kind of feel like it's lacking, is it It has a bunch of events and nothing has to do with Pericles.
1: I mean, it kind of, okay, so the plot is basically, it's right around the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a big deal that there's ships in this because the poor guy should, should just take the land route. Yeah, it's like, dude, just just I mean, I'm sure the land route's not much safer, but you probably would not get in so much crap if you took the land route. And take so some f-
0: soldiers; I'll be fine.
1: T- t- take an army with you, something. But anyway, this guy—it's basically you have um, Mediterranean. You have, like, you have Syria in there. You mm-hmm. have most of Greece. A lot of areas. Um, the set was very Babylonian. Not Tarus for a minute. You got Tyre. You got Tarsus. Tarsus. Uh, say, say it? Uh, Antioch. Pentapolis. <laughs> so yeah, so so it's very Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. And stuff, so you have this guy who first goes to try and with this one chick who her dad has put a riddle in place. Very, very classic um, thing. A riddle in place to keep you from... Very Shakespearean. Very Shakespearean. Riddle in place to keep you from marrying his daughter. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, this guy was dumb enough to put the reason why he does not want you marrying his daughter in the riddle. Which
0: Okay, <laughs> so I was thinking about that. That is kind of like a, you stupid, and that's actually not a bad idea. Because uh, on the one hand... It's like if no one knows. Okay, so the the, the father's bane is daughter.
1: Yep. Spoilers. The, the narrator tells. That's not a spoiler. Yeah, that is literally. Yeah, the first Yeah, that's, that's how it opens. Yeah, the narrator tells you like straight up. It's like yeah, we're not going to tell you in dialogue. We're, I'm just gonna have the narrator. Tell yeah, you that right was right a now. fun. I <laughs> see, the first
0: time I saw Pericles, I was in like junior high. Mm-hmm.
1: So my mom had a great
0: conversation with me <laughs> afterwards <laughs> about yeah people do because I, <laughs> I didn't I didn't get it. <laughs>
1: They're <laughs> like, wait, what? Is the
0: and I had interpretive dancing in the other play. They didn't do that in this one.
1: No. So
0: I yeah, got yeah, you you know you're you're a kid when your mom has to explain the Shakespeare play to you. Yep. Because <laughs> you didn't get the whole first part. Like why Pericles had to run for it. Anyway, so it's kind of a it's a smart and dumb at the same time, because it's smart on the one hand that the riddle is about Something that, unless you know about it, you should not be able to solve. Okay. And, but it's dumb on the other hand, because now that they know your secret, you gotta kill them anyway. Yeah, I guess. Because that's the plot of Pericles. Pericles figures out that the dad is banging his daughter.
1: And goes, oh, well, I don't want to marry her anymore. It goes,
0: ugh. <laughs> and is like, I... You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go. Right. So he, so he runs
1: yeah. away. And then the guy's like, oh crap, he knows. So he sends an assassin after him. It's like, dude, why didn't you di-? okay. Kill him then? Something? Like, whatever? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he sends an after him. And so Pericles, um, goes, well, I should probably not stay home for a bit because that's kind of dumb. I'll just stay here and wait to die. So yeah. he, he tells his one servant, hey, um, you run the kingdom and I'll go run around the Mediterranean for a bit until the guy cools off or dies. It's like okay, so he switches places. He goes to sea, and first he goes into does a humanitarian project to um, Tarsus. I think it's what it's called. Yeah, where they're, they're having a famine or something. So he brings them a lot of food. Very nice guy. Mm-hmm. And then he goes another voyage where his ship gets wrecked because mm-hmm. no one likes the gods hate Pericles. <laughs> okay, I so, have I have um
0: suspicions on why, but I'll talk about that when we talk about Pericles. Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay.
1: Go on. Anyway, so he gets washed up on this other place where he runs into some fishermen. They say, Oh yeah, by the way, uh the princess of this place's uh birthday is today and uh, I guess is tomorrow. And her dad's putting on a thing where a bunch of people are gonna come and spar for her glory or blah blah blah. Pericles is like, well, say you fished out my armor out of the ocean, um I'll borrow your trident and I'll make a shield out of scrap metal. I don't know what he did with yeah, it. No idea what um does. and I'll show up and I'll I'll fight cuz I guess I have to restore my ar- I don't know why he fought, actually. There was a hot chick
0: <laughs> and it was her birthday.
1: I remember got- the fisherman mentioned she was pretty. Oh he I did. I thought maybe it was like uh he's like, "Well, if I get in the kingdom maybe they can help me get off of this rock, I don't know that could maybe part of it, yeah. but it was it was kind of unclear it could have been our fault for not getting it it was he goes up and with his meager stuff be- manages to beat a bunch of uh, other soldiers and the girl instantly falls in love with him he falls in love with her and um, she basically tells her dad um, either I become a nun or I marry him and her dad's like, okay so hilarious. he
0: typically does both in this play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep so anyway and then they get a note saying hey the guy who wanted to murder you for finding out that he was banging his daughter like, he put in a riddle for everyone to figure out and stuff so he's like, t- uh, he's dead now so you can go home so he and his pregnant wife decided to go home mm-hmm. unfortunately again on the ocean storm. gods happens. hate him gods hate you <laughs> so a, a storm happens it's terrible his wife goes into labor on the boat mm-hmm. has her daughter and dies
0: yeah. notice the way she said dad.
1: <laughs> this so, is a Shakespeare play it's a Shakespeare play yeah it's not a tragedy, so yeah. Guess yeah, how this ends. Is <laughs> it like um, comedy? I don't know what this is. <laughs> it's just a, it's a play. It's anyway, a so um, basically they say, "Hey, yeah, you, you know, here's your daughter, but your wife's dead." And they say, "Well, we gotta pitch her overboard because we can't have a dead body. Maybe it's bad it's luck. Bad, yeah, we have a dead body. I don't know if they said it because of a woman, but it was just there's a dead body, so we have to get rid of the body." The guy didn't sound super
0: thrilled that they had a woman on bored but he was very not thrilled about having a dead body on
1: Yeah very very so about the yeah corpse so um Prayer kiss is like what you want me to ditch my wife's body over basically like, yes and he's like yeah like well, that are all dead. So what, what yeah. do you want to do? And you just had your, your daughter, so yeah, pick kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And so it, he put her in a chest, and he get, puts a very nice nuts saying, "Hey, if you if you find this body, will you please like bury it um, respectfully?" Which
0: is that no was easy to read. the The ship wasn't being tossed to that much. <laughs> I can barely write legibly in a car.
1: <laughs> anyway, so he puts it. In, they they pitch the body overboard, and she washes up at a monastery, and which they, the monks like, oh, she's totally not dead. Like I don't know if i the guy after nine hours of being dead. Yeah. and stuff. So. Anyway, so he they bring her back. Apparently the the chest was, okay.
0: Although the chest was water- waterlogged. Like was not. Like, yeah, it was, if, if the chest was good, enough that water couldn't get in, and she's totally suffocated. Yeah, true. Like you drown, you suffocate.
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's one of the two. Well, I guess because she was past sour bread was already in a hole. I don't know. Shakespeare logic. I don't. Know. It's a Shakespeare play. It's a Shakespeare play. Don't overthink it. I don't know. Um, but the dude couldn't get geography right half the time. So That's true. I don't know That's about true. science. He could not. Um, could so, not. brilliant man. Not great in those areas sometimes. but I don't think he had a map. <laughs> anyway, basically she's taken in by the monks and she decides to go, for some reason, not right home, not right at her husband's town, not tell anybody, hey, I'm still alive. She's like, I'm going to come become a nun. I wasn't sure if she <laughs> thought- virgin okay. Or something. Okay, so, all
0: right. So it wasn't clear in that one part if, like, because the, the monks seem to think that uh Pericles is dead. Yeah, the, maybe this is one thing that yeah. threw, me okay. it's, it's, it's threw me off with the play. It's threw me off at the play. We'll get to the second act in a moment. But Pericles is a king, right? Yeah. If he was dead, wouldn't you have heard about it? I mean, everyone seems to know where Tyre is. Yeah. He's the king of Tyre. This is like the king of... Um, okay, granted, we wouldn't care if the king of Spain died. But it's like, <laughs> it's like the king of France at the time. Like, you know, what if the king of like this one area Died, you would probably hear
1: about it eventually. Yeah, I mean, eventually. Communications aren't great, but you'd probably hear about it, you know. At least t- write your dad saying, Hey, yeah, he- come least, pick me up. My husband, at least dead. write him or
0: like <laughs> send a message to like your um, because okay, so it, it, that's one of thing. It's like, okay, you still because you're married now, so mm-hmm. you feel like you can't go home because you're not your husband's property, but then you think your husband's dead.
1: Then, then go you're home.
0: technically single now, so go home. Or because you are you were married to your husband, doesn't that mean you are now a citizen of Tyre? So can't you write a letter to some of the head guys and say, um, "Hi, you don't
1: know me, <laughs> but I am the queen." Technically, so hi. I mean, How are you? I mean, it makes more sense you point out that they probably think Pericles is dead, but then again, would He's heard, a king. He's not some random noble dude. He's yeah, a king. You, you think we eventually they would have heard about it. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, but anyway, so she decides, oh, well, woe is me. I'm going to go become a priestess of Diana or something. Diana's a big deal in this story. I could wait for one of them to appear. <laughs> Yeah, that was... Okay, so the, the, um, when they did the shipwreck thing, they were near Tarsus. And mm-hmm. because they just had a baby on board and there was no way to provide for all, the, all this crazy boat, they're like, okay, well, the kid's not going to survive, so we're going to um dock in ta- um, Tarsus, Tarsus for a bit. So they, Tarsus they, is the place they helped out. Yeah, so they, they docked there for a little bit, at least for like maybe a couple months or something like that. And he's like, okay, I really have to get home because there's political crap going on. So he says, will you please watch my daughter? And for some reason he says, I won't be back till she's 18. Okay, I know the med is a pain to sail, but you couldn't, like, shoot for, like, 12? Or something? I don't know. Reasons, maybe I missed them. I don't know. But anyway, so he basically leaves the kid and her nursemaid in the hands of the rose. And like, oh yeah, we'll totally take care of your daughter. And, all Because we owe you one for saving we, that kingdom. We owe you one for saving all our butts that one time. And all heck break loose on us if we, um, do anything bad to your kid. Foreshadowing. <laughs> um, yeah. and stuff. So he, he said, okay, I will not cut my hair until I see my daughter married. I don't know why that was a big deal, but he makes the not deal about that. So he says goodbye to his daughter and he leaves. And the narrator comes on and says, "Oh yeah, uh, yeah, they are not, not gonna see other for a bit. It's like <laughs> eighteen years." So past. Pericles has left the play. Yep, he, he basically leaves the play because yeah, he's the title character, but he's not really in the second half. So <laughs> it's kind of
0: like the one play being called Othello when it needs to be called Iago. Yeah, because Othello's like
1: barely in it. <laughs> yeah, this like Othello actually was the reason half stuff was happening. Okay, I guarantee you that. Anyway, but, okay, so 18 years later, um, the daughter, whose named Marina, I'm not going to say half these names because they're terrible pronounced, like, I couldn't even remember the one queen's name halfway through it. Yeah. It was like, I'm so sorry, sweetie, I don't know how to say your name. But yeah, so, the daughter, who's named Marina, because she was born at sea, ha ha, get it? Oh, um, and stuff. Well, I guess people could be to so named her Aqua. <laughs> True. So she's Marina, and she is totally outshining the queen's daughter. I don't know, I gave her a name, but it was like in the play, and then she never showed up, so that she doesn't have a thing in the play though. She's outshining her in everything, because she's beautiful, she's lovely, she's a nice person, she can play music, she can sing, she's basically the most accomplished young lady ever, and no one's giving a crap about the actual princess of the country. So the mom doesn't like that, so she wants the girl dead. Why do not you ship her off to Tyre? Yeah. Yeah, why don't you send her home? It's like... like- Girl, I'm so
0: sorry, but we have to send you home early.
1: Yeah, we're sending you home early. Bye! <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> wait,
0: wait. Deal with
1: yeah, it. so she basically tells someone, hey, go, go kill her. And before you can do that, she gets kidnapped by pirates! And he's like, well, she's probably dead anyway, so... I'll, <laughs> I'll just... And if, if she does it, like, and they just ravish her and leave her, I'm just gonna stab her later. He's like, okay, I guess he watches her leave, mm-hmm. and then just goes, oh yeah, I totally killed her, bye. Yeah. And so the, the, the king's like, what'd you do? I gave this guy kind a of word, I was gonna protect his daughter, and now mm-hmm. she's dead, and blah blah blah. I think he knows how she's gone. And his wife's like, you're not gonna tell her because... tell him because um I'm in charge, actually, so... I, I'm the pants in this outfit. Anyway, yeah. uh... <laughs> theme in this play, actually, so... We're, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But anyway, so they basically make him a monument to Maria and say, oh yeah, she totally died, we're sorry, and so when um, Perseus... Per- Pericles... I'm sorry, like, those two names. This Pericles shows thing. up, Uh, like, oh, your daughter's dead, and he basically loses it. And he doesn't have his hair, or talk to anybody, and get, I guess just sits on his boat and He salts. becomes... Comatose. Yeah, he usually goes cat- catonic for, like, months. And then he's out there for the rest of the play until the end. Yeah, no, he's officially out of the play for the rest of it, because yeah, he's not talking. Because the play <laughs> goes
0: from Pericles
1: to being about Marina. Yeah, because Marina... Uh, she's actually interesting. <laughs> so she gets sold off to this one area to be a prostitute. Mm-hmm. But she's a virgin. So they're both like, oh my gosh, it's a virgin. We, have, we Like, this is, like, hot money. And stuff like that. So we're, we're highest bidder to deflower this girl. And, um, yes, yeah, so, and Maria's like, oh, heck no, I'm a virgin. No way is anyone going to get anyone near this. So basically what she does is that she preaches at the guys who come to do stuff to her. And they go, you're right, I'm a bad person. And leaves. so every guy leaves, like, <laughs> they just spent, like,
0: three hours at
1: church. <laughs> yep. Yeah doing a revival service. Yeah, doing a revival service, <laughs>
0: you know. It's like, Which I'm just like, I'll watch an entire two-hour play on that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and so, so the, the, the people in, front in the whorehouse are not very thrilled because they're not getting business. And they paid a lot for this chick. And so mm-hmm. this one guy shows up, who I guess is the governor of the, tent, of the place. And they're like, oh, he comes here a lot. Oh! Okay, like, like he can do it totally. So if anyone can do it. He can. If do it. anyone can do it, he's he can powerful. Do it. He's, he's powerful. She can't say no to him. You know, he's kind of done like this a lot. Yeah, so probably does this like. a lot and stuff. So they talk to each other, and she basically does it to him. He goes, "Not only are you awesome, I'm not going to do anything mean to you. I want to marry you later."
0: So, <laughs> which I'm like, I'm sort of going, okay, considering that the the brothel people were so sure he was going to be the successful one in deflowering her, my first thought was, "And you're just chill with marrying this guy." And you know, you you know what his hobby is.
1: Well, now he's reformed. And He's hot, so
0: <laughs> hot people always get reformed.
1: <laughs> totally. Anyway, but anyway, so uh, the brothel, So he leaves uh, after giving her a bunch of money for not sleeping with her. Um, that was funny. That was funny. Like, did he just like
0: make money at the brothel?
1: Just. Telling people to fix their lives,
0: go home and rethink. Yeah,
1: life. and just tell the people, oh yeah, totally here's here's some of the money they gave me. I totally banged them.
0: Yeah. It's totally. Like, can't
1: you do that? I mean, I guess Well also apparently these guys can't
0: touch her either because Oh my gosh, they're
1: so pathetic. It's like they totally literally tell one guy you, you He's been wanting to bang her the entire yeah, time. Yeah, he's been wanting to basically get her into submission the entire thing. But when she says, Oi, um, here's some money, go tell them that I will will not sue people but I'll like tutor them or entertain them or something. Yeah, she's like, I'll dance for them, I'll, I'll, them. I'll dance for them. That's all we're gonna do. And he goes, Okay, he's totally chilled. Go goes from wanting to completely beat her into submission to Oh yeah, totally I'll be your front man. Yeah. It's like okay? Am I just saying this from the wrong like lens or what? <laughs> so
0: she kinda of becomes like an exotic dancer or something? Yeah,
1: like so she that. becomes kinda of like this I don't know, she said was it anything with tutoring or was it just entertainment? I love
0: this entertainment. Okay,
1: because so say she dances, and sings for people, but apparently,
0: like, she does still talk to a lot of the. Yeah, apparently, the she's dudes.
1: still a uh, guy's counselor or something. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. She's she's the basically social worker of this whole town. Told you that she's a lot more interesting. <laughs> I know, like this chick's actually she's cool. way more
0: interesting than Pericles.
1: Uh, anyway, so of Pericles, he managed to still back into his story because the boat just showed up in this area, and yep. and the. Governor guy shows up and says, hey, um, so this king guy's on your boat and his, um, and apparently his right-hand man's like, yeah, but he's been sitting in his room, uh, you kind of talked for the last, like, Six months or something. Mm-hmm. And like, well, we have this really great guy, this great chick who, uh, I guess. We have like this great grief counselor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a grief counselor or something. We have a grief counselor who is totally, like, like, she's beautiful, she sings, she dances, she's, she's great, she's the one man show. We have her talk to him. And she's like, he's like, well, I don't know what else, okay, whatever. So he, she goes in there and everyone else leaves and they talk and guess what? You're my dad, you're my daughter. Yay! Happy day! I oh, am yeah, no longer catatonic. Kind of tonic. Yeah, he picks up <laughs> and everything. I mean, the guy did a very good job acting like him coming out of it, but it still was kind of like, oh, that was quite Okay, whatever. So, anyway, so they figure it out, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go beat the snot out of, out of Tarsus now. Yeah. <laughs> but not yet, because we have to end happily. So, he gets a vision from Diana, saying, hey, um, I- this is what you do. I want you to go to my temple in this one place, and I want you to just spill your guts over everything that happened at the altar. Just do this for me, okay? So, so, so not gonna tell you <laughs> why. Totally not gonna tell you why because I'm, I'm, I'm it, dang it. So he, they go there, and he goes in the altar and tells them what happened, and his wife is standing right there. He goes. Wait, you're my husband. Ah! You're my wife. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, happy reunion. Everyone's together, and basically it's like, hey, honey, I know we just met you, and this is your daughter. Who you never got to meet, but she's gonna get married. So
0: <laughs> yeah, she's getting married to this one dude. Yeah, and then... who likes to visit whorehouses? <laughs> <laughs> We're just not gonna talk about
1: but he's that. He's right? Anyway, but anyways, and then the narrator's like, and hey, that's the play. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that's basically how it ends, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's how it ends. That's how it ends. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to
0: see them like we're going to go be a Tarshish now. Yeah,
1: we're going to go be a Tarsus and that's how it is.
0: <laughs> no, he gets he gets his wife and daughter back after doing absolutely nothing for the past eighteen years. <laughs>
1: okay, anyway, <clears throat> all right. Uh, <laughs> okay, pros for the play in general. Um, well acted.
0: I like the costumes.
1: The costumes were good. Like they did a very good job with the color coding. Well, the, the costumes narratives. were good.
0: Everything clothing wise, and some of the weapons looked good. But a lot of the hats and the shields <sighs> were just embarrassing.
1: Yeah, there's this whole part where um, during the night's thing, during his um, future wife's birthday thing, when he shows up in rusty armor and a trident, and stuff like that. Um everyone has a shield, I guess, with like a thing to mm-hmm. proclaim how they're, they're virtuous love or something. You. I love you, you're awesome, blah blah blah. Yeah,
0: it's a their love for her.
1: Yeah, and on the written on their shields. And then he has something written on his shield, I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Or any of them. I just had to look at the text, and I don't have it. So But yeah, they had this whole thing with shields, and they look really cheap. It was like <laughs> it's like, um, okay. I mean at least the choreography was actually good in this one. hmm They've been kinda scrappy on their choreography, sword find choreography. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, last couple of times it was like, okay, you, you, you want to tap that sword a little harder? Or you want to actually hit the sword? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, oh my we'll goodness. we spit a lot. Right? Yeah, like, um... <laughs> okay, so
0: I've been seeing play at Shakespeare, the Utah Shakespeare Festival, since... Since you were like six
1: or six younger. Or, yeah,
0: six or so. Okay, so that was like wee little child. <laughs> and they had some great great fight choreography back when I was a kid. Like, they were hitting the weapons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If that's not the case, they had a really good sound guy. <laughs> I actually remember he- hearing the weapons Oh, yeah, you hear a hit. lot of
1: um, connections. Yeah, you he heard bang. a lot of
0: connections and All the scrapings stuff. and oh, yeah, yeah, everything. You hitting. just, like, really got into it. And then the last few years before the pandemic, it was just embarrassing. Like, the, the swords usually would not hit because you could tell, like, the, the two actors were scared of hurting each other
1: mm-hmm.
0: or when they did hit it was always like hit swing slow down aim and then hit the person's sword
1: yeah it's very much like slow motion like no it doesn't yeah work. like i have
0: to like make sure i get the sword not you which i'm like okay yeah i get that but gotcha. at the same time it's just kind of like one those should not be that dangerous they
1: should be prop swords like what do you do yeah
0: prop, uh, prop swords are like I've, I've been with prop swords they are not that dangerous mm-hmm. though it will leave a very nasty bruise but that's usually, you have to really try and hurt someone, to hurt someone with one of these things. But the choreography was just embarrassing the last several mm-hmm. Shakespeare plays. Uh,
1: this one was actually pretty good.
0: Um, it, it was very fast. Yeah. So if there were a lot of problems, you couldn't see it.
1: Oh yeah, they, they did a really good job with the motions to cover up any issues if there were any. Yeah. I mean, it,
0: if I had a, like a recording, I'd probably notice a bunch, yeah. but I don't have a recording, so we're gonna say it's much better. Because... <laughs> Well, wow. Before uh, the pandemic, it was embarrassing.
1: Okay. The actors did a really good job. Most of the casting was on point. We will get to issues later. The majority of the cast was very well done, because they had to, like, do multiples. I guess because of the pandemic, they could not have a lot of extra just standing there, people. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, Everybody was uh, double cast. Everyone was, like, double Except or triple casted like crazy. Yeah, so,
0: like, you had the main people who were not, and then you had anybody who did not share a scene with anybody or was not an mm-hmm. important person, they got, like,
1: and three right costume three, like three to four roles. Yeah, like, hey, you're playing everybody. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: So. clears throat> Which, actually, it was, that was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, You know, because they started recognizing actors. and Like, say, oh, oh you're, You were that one person earlier. Like, hi. And so, <laughs> and now you're somebody
1: else. Yay. <laughs> like, the set was great. It kind of threw me off because, for some reason, the entire set was made to look like Babylon. And apparently it starts in Syria. Or Antioch. Whatever. I can't remember. Very Babylonian. Very, very Babylonian, like, Middle Eastern looking thing. So, like, okay, that makes more sense. Because I was thinking like, I thought this was a Greek play. So it was kind to of throw me off, and then it was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. It did
0: throw me off about how many Asians were in the show. There were a lot of Asians. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, at kind of fit. Kind of. Like, I mean, the actors, it was like, eh, whatever. It was a nice mix. At least this one it made sense, but there was so much Yeah, a
0: very diverse cast.
1: <laughs> it's like, and it's, at least this one made sense. It wasn't, yeah, like, French have, monarchs. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I will, I will give you that, because, like, Usually, when they do a diverse cast in a Shakespeare play, when they're keeping it to more Shakespeare time period, it's always like,
1: hmm?
0: You know, it takes like the first act or two to kind like get back get him. used to it. Yeah. Uh, this one, it took like the first two scenes, and I was like, okay. Right. Mean, I'm, I'm used to this. You know, so it did. It did like you know get you used to it right away. Uh, yeah, it's not like it was like in England in like the eighteen, <laughs> it's, like in the fifteen somethings <laughs> Yeah,
1: with like the monarchy.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, although the, the one guy who played John, oh he did the great. one the one black actor, he did a terrific job. Oh,
1: he was awesome.
0: You know, it threw me off a lot because I think he was like, the only black guy in the play.
1: Yeah, I think he was which is really weird. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: but he did a great job. Like I, I, Actor-wise, he was terrific. Yeah, awesome. So I, I did appreciate his his skill. <laughs> but um, yeah, so should we talk about Pericles?
1: Sure. <laughs>
0: okay. I saw Pericles years ago. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was in junior high or something mm-hmm. like that. Yes, my parents are very responsible. They took me to a play of The star stand says Yeah. <laughs> and then we had a lovely discussion after. <laughs> Yeah, that, that is a way to start a story.
1: Yeah, that, that's definitely a way to
0: start a story. That, the, the beginning is way more memorable than the ending.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like, hi!
0: <laughs> you know, so uh, <laughs> that is a way to start it. But uh, so one thing I noticed, the the Pericles in this one, he kind of like, it wasn't it wasn't annoying no. to me. But there was something a little off about him. And I was kind of thinking... Because I don't really think about Pericles, so I don't have a great memory of when I saw the play back in the day. And I'm pretty sure that if my parents heard this recording, they're probably going to correct me on a whole bunch of stuff. I was in junior high, okay? This is just how I remember it. All right, and um, I remember the Pericles in that play having a lot more authority. hmm and a lot more confidence.
1: Mm-hmm. He walks on. He on walked. The prince, he owned <laughs> the
0: stage. It's- I own that stage. I own that prop. I own that thing. I own <laughs> this. I own everything. I am the king of Taya. Yeah, was kind of that. He had this whole persona of I'm all that in a bag of chips. Yeah, that's how we would describe him in the first part of the play, mm-hmm. the first two. Uh, the early, early acts. And so he, he, w- he wasn't like a um, haughty kind of guy, but he was definitely a I am a ma- he was very alpha male. I am a man. Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing, and uh, I I don't really quite remember, but he, I I always thought he was just the king of Tyre who had to get married. Mm-hmm. I remember I was in junior high. I didn't under, I didn't quite get all of the politics stuff going on in the play. So so yeah. So he, when you first meet him, he's very much of this. I am I'm I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. I'm the cool man. Mm-hmm. And then he meets his actual wife girlfriend lady, and you see him start being like he's kind of love struck. He's yeah, like, <gasps> oh my goodness, you're beautiful, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like he, he still has his like, I am in charge, but he's definitely like, you see that, you know, love has won his heart,
1: mm-hmm.
0: kind of a thing, and he kind of turns into a little bit of a starstruck puppy,
1: mm-hmm. a little bit,
0: <laughs> you know. And then I, uh, everything happens, and then you see him. The saddest scene was when he gives his daughter over to the people of Tarsus mm-hmm. in the play. That's actually the saddest scene, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just kind of like. There's nothing I can do. He looked very helpless, mm-hmm. you know, very hopeless, kind mm-hmm. of a, kind of a thing. So you see this guy who starts off as alpha male, all that in a bag of chips, and then you see him get broken, bit by bit. Because you know we we meet the fisherman, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, I don't like this, but I don't have a choice. I have to ask you for help. Yeah, it was very much of a, I've got to ask you for help. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I you know admit that mm-hmm.
1: kind of a thing. I don't
0: want to. But I'll admit it, you know. And then uh, when he's giving up his daughter, it's very much like I have no options. Mm-hmm. Kind of a, kind of a feel. This guy, <laughs> this guy. Okay, first off, the actor was not bad. He did get. He was fine. This guy did not own the stage. He did not have that same presence. Yeah, that the other guy had. He. It's like it was like like was it during the intermission? He was, I was intermission, talking to, to you. Yeah. And I was just kind of like I was trying to figure out. And I asked you how would you describe him?
1: I, yeah, and I was like. Harmless? And I'm like that's it. <laughs> that's it. This guy's harmless. Yeah.
0: The other Pericles is like, hi, I'm a nice guy, and I could totally whoop your butt <laughs> if you tried. If, if, if you if you made me, you know, raise a sword to you. Guess who's losing? <laughs> you know that that was that Pericles. Like, I mean, granted, he still had to run for, it, but he seemed a lot more grossed out.
1: He's more like, ew. He's like,
0: oh, I came over here to like try and win her. Oh my goodness. Jeez.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> you know, and Her
1: dad's disgusting. It's like <laughs> and his
0: decision to to travel, it kind of sounded a bit of a yeah. I don't, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be a sitting duck. Yeah, that's how it felt more. It felt more like I'm not going to sit here and wait for him to kill me. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm not going to go over to his place and kill him because so, he's kind of
1: a big deal, I guess. Yeah,
0: so I was going to go travel, and yeah. that's, that's how it sounded. And so it's, it's a, it sounded more like. I am grossed out. Yes, I am in fear of my life, but I don't have a lot I can do about the situation, so I'm just going to let the situation blow over. Mm-hmm. Smart decision. Yeah. You know, so it, that's what it felt like more in the other play. This one's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. Yeah. Yeah, just books it. It's gonna be- yeah, it's like, yeah, so when Nessie when said harmless, I'm like, that's it. He's harmless.
1: <laughs> yeah, even he- when he fights the other guys during the weird little tournament thing, it was like, okay, you can hold your own, but... I'm not that impressed kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how did you beat, you, you were dumb enough to fall for a trick from Sparta? Like, what the freak? It was like, what? <laughs> well, the other one where the guy does this whole, like, cute little motion thing and then he thinks it's, like, a greeting so he tries to copy it and the guy goes in for, like, a two yeah. shot and it's
0: like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, so, it's, this guy has been so, like, puppy-threatening. <laughs> and my dogs worth threatening? Uh, actually, her dog is more threatening. <laughs> uh, well, when he goes in to possess Demon Pazuzu, uh, <laughs> mode he's more threatening <laughs> yeah. but like we have to get possessed by bazoozu first uh yeah because like because he's been this whole sweetheart you know innocent kind of a dude like i'm the nice guy when he breaks my reaction was yeah that sounds like something you would do
1: yeah it wasn't like oh
0: gosh like <laughs> yeah the other guy was like dang he's broken
1: like i oh, broke him like,
0: you bu- you, he's you- busted yeah, like like yeah, yeah. It was like the other one was just kind of like, oh my goodness, you have the it was, and also it kind of was, it hit a little harder because the other guy, when they presented him in the beginning of the play, he was like, he's that he's that cocky youth of life, you know, yeah. you're 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 in that mindset of nothing can happen to me, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're all um, sparkly eyed and ready for the future and everything, and I'm awesome, I'm cool, I I run a kingdom, I'm the coolest thing since sliced bread, whatever, <laughs> you know, and then he loses his wife, he has to give up his daughter, and he has to go home, you know, basically a broken man to go take care of his kingdom for the next 18 years. Dang! <laughs> You're like, wow. And then that, he's like, I finally 200... see my daughter again. She's dead. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> also when he showed up to see his daughter again in the other play, I remember he was like, hello, I am here to see my daughter. He's like, I have been waiting for this moment to see my daughter. It's like a much bigger deal. And then he sees a statue and then you get the whole like, ah, oh, yeah, she's, she's dead. Sorry, bro. Uh, and then he's like, no mm-hmm. yeah this one was like i'm coming like hi i just came to pick up my daughter and that like, <laughs> <laughs> is my
1: daughter, is my daughter, is my, is my daughter dead from summer camp yet <laughs> <laughs> like
0: it looks like he's supposed to be out there in front of like the the minivan and the <laughs> like, hey i gotta i came to go get my daughter and then oh she's dead oh crap <laughs> a little,
1: little bit it was like if i would only like, come sooner dang it yeah why'd you come at 12 you idiot yeah <laughs>
0: But, yeah, so it's just...
1: (laughs) Anyway, but... Also,
0: my thing was... Okay, this is another thing. If you know he's coming to pick her up, why did you try killing her? Because she's going to go to Tyre.
1: Yeah, she's going to come and, like, leave. Like, you
0: idiot. It's like... Like, the whole... Okay, her getting kidnapped by pirates... Yeah, there's nothing you could do. Like, you did not plan that. You did not foresee that. Just have her get kidnapped by freaking pirates. You do not need that whole kill her plot. Because it's like, well, she's going to go to Tyre, so...
1: And she's going to leave in, like, a bit. So just or better question why did you ship her home yeah why did you send her home like um yeah totally I uh, can't do this anymore bye kind of a thing
0: yeah make an excuse I don't know your dad is taking for freaking ever and I'm afraid he's <laughs> gonna get hit by another storm now will you please go home you go home getting like, another
1: shipwreck <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, I'm not sure which one of you is the bad, uh, the bad charm, and it could it could be you, it could be your dad, it's probably your dad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like, and then he just goes into like this whole like melancholy slump, and it's just kind of like, yeah, it's something you would do. It's how it felt. Like
1: Pericles was just so, yeah, yeah,
0: it was kind of there. He didn't really feel like I'm the hero of this story.
1: Yeah, it was, like my biggest thing because after I, I said that, Finley told me about the other Pericles, is I didn't see that one. I don't mm-hmm. know why. She's was a slacker. I was a slacker. And, but I remember I was, and she said that, and I was sitting there, and it kind of ruined the ending, and she's like, I'm sorry, I ruined the ending, but it looks fine, cause it, my, it kind of showed me that you kind of need comparison, like, or contrast, I mean, ca- contrast, mm-hmm. in your, um, characters. Cause, like, like, we love saying, um, you know, like our, our very, one of our favorite TV shows is Team um, and T two thousand three, mm-hmm. and the contrast in how people act makes a big deal. There's a part uh, when Raph totally breaks down and cries and from cries everybody. And from everybody because Leo just almost died and stuff. He's and basically
0: he's, comatose right now. Yeah,
1: he's he's in comatose, like fighting for his life, basically. Yeah. So yeah, and you see Raph like losing it, and it's like, oh my gosh, like Raph losing it. hurt, and there's nothing he can do about yeah, it. Yeah, he, he's helpless. He has, he, there's nothing he can mm-hmm. do about this. Like he's like Leo literally has to try and jerk himself out of this because he's the only one who can control it yeah, it's that it's that, it's that moment where it's just kind of like it, it's that part it, in all films where yeah. it's like the doctors is not all they can do and you just have to fight for it you, it's yeah. up to you you have to want to live and stuff yeah. like that and leo's kind of having his um fever dreams right now yeah and so they're trying to like bring him back by telling stories and Raph just totally like starts crying and it's like Raph, no yeah and <laughs> then and then raf's
0: like like being protective Babysitter in the next episode when Leo finally snaps, like comes back. And it's like you know, yay! And so it's like, it, it, you have like the tough guy, <laughs> and in the first part he's like bawling his eyes out, and then in the second part he's just like he doesn't say anything really to Leo, It's just you know, quiet brother bonding time because Leo's swords were broken, and so he helps Leo reforge them. Yeah, and they don't say much. They don't
1: need to say much. <laughs> but yeah, so there's so, like so contrasting characters because like when Finlay told me the other ones, like okay, guy who is either very young and naive, but, like, I'm, I'm full of it. I'm the king of Tyre, dang it. Mm-hmm. And then goes through all this crap. And so fa- the fact he's kind of by the end of it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, you started here and ended here. Anyway, So it's like, it's more of, um, kind of a, to me, more powerful thing than just guy who's been a sweetie through the whole thing and then kind of loses it at the end. Because usually, Finley point this out, that usually when you have these sinners, you have either the tough guy who gets broken down and humbled, or you have the, the Weaker guy, nicer guy, however you want to say Sweetheart. it. Sweetheart gets tougher by the end of it, and stuff like that. So it's like that contrast isn't really there, at least in, in the performance. I don't know if it's in the dialogue or well, not. Kinda, we don't it, know this it, play, but
0: to me, that's like you should learn that le- it's like lesson one of writing. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever your character is now, they should not be at the end,
1: mm-hmm.
0: technically, unless you're writing a flat character arc. But then the world should be different by the end.
1: Yeah, that's a whole different. <laughs>
0: arc. You know, there, yeah, there, there are different kinds of arcs. And the flat character arc is the one where the character doesn't change, but the world does. So mm-hmm. something does change, like, it's not like you're right back where you started. Because mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty well known is that, like, if you have a sweet, lovable, harmless, I guess, mm-hmm. character, they got to be a bad A at the end. That's mm-hmm. what you do. You put them through crap and they start toughening up. They can still be nice and sweet and, you know, honorable, but they're going to be a bad A. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna kick butt and you're, you're expecting them to walk in and own the place. Mm-hmm. The, the guy who already is kind of already there, they go through crap, they get humbled.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is usually how you, you do, it. you do that one. And, you know, because you're taking the guy who's like, I'm at the top of everything. I'm on top of the food chain and you humble them so that they are still an awesome person, but they are now a better person. They're now wiser and yeah, wiser. Guess. Wiser would be a good one. And this one was just kind of like, Hi, I'm a nice little meatball, and you know I can kick some butt, but I'm really just kind of awkward on the cute. Yeah,
1: sweet wait, can we dude. stop with the awkward humor? Get rid of it. You <laughs> just just stop with it. I should
0: get rid of the the nice guys in general in storytelling. <gasps> Unless your name is Tondro Camado, uh, <laughs> get rid of him. You know, a reason to is not the main character. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't mind it for a sidecast, but when it's the hero, or the supposed to be hero, the, the title character, you know, it's like, can you please, <laughs> you know, g- give me something to rally behind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the, the alpha male guy walks on there, he's like, hello, I'm the protagonist, deal mm-hmm. with it, I'm like, cool. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> again, you were a teenage girl when you saw it. <laughs> That's true. I, don't, I haven't changed that much. <laughs> you know, so it's like, I noticed that's a that's a common trend, and, and I think uh, essay is a good description. It's the harmless guy, the mm-hmm. harmless man is like the main dude mm-hmm. in most stories nowadays.
1: Yeah, because harmless. Well, man. we can't have a guy who will come up to a girl and says, "Hey, you want a bang?" Just yeah, <laughs> or kiss him. Yeah, she kisses him. Like she he, grabs his face and kisses him. Yeah, they do a cute little, like little kiss to sleeves leaves her dad, and then she just goes for it. It's like okay, yeah, <laughs> and they am just sitting
0: there going like, what if these roles were reversed? Uh huh. He kissed her. Or they both went for it. Like, yeah, why can't they both go for it? Seriously! Like- <laughs> no, it's
1: like, got, like,
0: all the girls in this play were very dominant.
1: Except for the main girl, incest chick, at the beginning. But that was it.
0: She oh, was barely she, in she it, she so...
1: barely had a line.
0: Yeah. I'm not counting her. Yeah. The majority of the women in this story, which... The daughter... Uh, Marina? Marina. I'll call her Mira for a second. <laughs> okay. Marina, she made sense because she needed to have a level of presence, mm-hmm. which Marina made sense in the other play because her two parents were pretty awesome. She had the one awesome, dominant father dude, and then her mom actually wasn't that bad. I don't really remember her, but she was, you know, hi, I, I hold my own. Hi, I'm the princess. Yeah, hello, I'm the princess, I'm going to marry you. Okay, cool. That's kind of how their relationship was. You know? <laughs> let's see. Also, they did a better job with the three other dudes where it's kind of like, let's see, there's them, and then there's you. Hmm. I'll choose you. You know, he was a better option. Uh, out of the other three guys. And so th- that was kind of how the relationship was, was, hello, I saw you making puppy eyes at me. Hello, I-, I was making puppy eyes at you, and you were returning the puppy eyes. Want to get married? Sure. <laughs> it was kind of the romance. It's kind of cute. <laughs> you know, you had these two people like, I want you. You know, <laughs> I've chosen you. You know, you had this going on. And so you had these two people who are very much like, I, I-, I know exactly what I'm going to do, and I know what I want, and I'm going to go get it. So when you have the daughter, who doesn't know her parents, but mm-hmm. she resembles them mm-hmm. in this, yeah, no. Yeah, it's like, yeah. no way. Like, yeah, um, no. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you're, you're not, you are not touching this. Mm-hmm. No touching the merchandise, mm-hmm. you know. When she had that in the other play, it made sense. Because mm-hmm. she's his daughter. Yeah, so. I am the daughter of Pericles, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> so she was, kind of, and it was like, I believe that. <laughs> you know, it made, it made her a little sweeter in the other one, too. Which was just kind of like, excuse me, I am the daughter of a king, you can't touch this. <laughs> It's kind of how she was, but like I'm, am a sweet, wonderful person. You're all going to be like, I can't harm you. <laughs> you're <laughs> so like Toru, what? You're, sweet, you're kind of like kind of to Toru, but like for the backbone. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> and so this one, I was like, where did you get your backbone? Because I don't remember your parents having that. Either of them. Oh know, the daughter kind of she didn't seem like their daughter. She looked like that. They did a good job. Yeah, the casting was really casting well was great. That. But like when you actually got into personality, I was like, this girl has a lot more backbone to her <laughs> than her parents. Yeah, a little bit. You know, but, like, in the other one, they did a good job matching personality-wise as well as appearance. <laughs> you know, where it's just like, yeah, I believe you're the daughter of this, you no know, cocky <laughs> king kid. He went off and met your mom, and your mom was just like, hello, I choose you. He's like, cool. Let's get married, okay. <laughs> it's like, let it. this. kind of their romance right there. It's just kind of like, hey. <laughs> I noticed you. I noticed you, too. It's
1: like, that was their romance in the other one. This one's kind of like, hi, we're the we're the cute, sweet, awkward kids. Yeah, can we stop with the cute, awkward? Oh, my gosh. Or if we can't, funny. if we have to have them, can we have them in less, like, stories? I mean, I think they work in some respects, but it's just getting kind of old. It's getting cliche. It's getting very cliched. It's like, okay, right, that's that's what we're doing kind of a thing. I don't know.
0: Okay, the, er, here's one final note. Does Did the play need the the narrator chorus guy?
1: Well, considering, he was awesome. Considering he was the best part of the play, I will say yes, because, because the actor was all Okay, that was the funny thing, because two years ago they did this play called Book of Will, mm-hmm. and it's basically kind of a fictional telling of how they, they – um brought all the Shakespeare plays together to get it published into one giant volume mm-hmm. and stuff. So there's this one guy who is very big on, he wants to play Pericles in there. and Everyone's like, Pericles? That play was stupid. He's yeah. like, I love Pericles! It's awesome! So they had that actor playing the narrator yeah, yeah, yeah. in this one and it was adorable that and I loved funny. it. So that was great. Great touch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because so here's my favorite part. I, I really, that's probably just because the actor, not really yeah. the chorus. He's a good actor. So yeah, that was kind of going back to the whole, we don't know if this is what was left of the play when they started putting it together or this was early Shakespeare going like I'll, I'll just have this guy tell you what was going on because Shakespeare's done it like Henry V has a narrator but he doesn't tell you everything he's really in it he's really in it it was kind of like literally there were this parts. guy was constantly popping out of the woodwork like hello this was actually happening thank you and, I mean, and it, was, and you it right. wasn't like he would say things and then the other actors would act them out it was like he would just stand there and tell you what happened then you would jump to another scene and it was like, okay... you kind of fill in you could fill in bits. The events between... So, it was kind of like, you know, you know Will, um, if I go back in time, you, you know, if you just wrote more dialogue, you probably could cut this part out, at least most of it, kind of a thing. If you just wrote more people telling you what the heck was going on, or actually showed us what was going on, you could probably mm-hmm. cut this part out. That's the only part that I'd say get with the narrator, but I like the narrator too much, so...
0: Also, I did notice that, because I don't remember in the other play having a, this is a different narrator. It seemed like the, the one monk dude who uh, brought the wife back to life was narrating. I think they had,
1: I think they double casted. They combined the roles? They combined the roles. Which makes like, sense, because at I the very end of re- the play, they say, like, hey, dude, uh, tell us the story of what happened. And he's like, oh, yeah, totally. I'll tell you again. <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. So.
0: Yeah. So, like, I think, I, I don't remember which guy it was, but I know it was double-casted. Okay. But the two, the two parts were put together. Like, you didn't ha- necessarily have a narrator.
1: Which kind of makes more sense, because you kind of just had Monk Dude and narrator in this one. Yeah. And Monk Dude's like, he was pretty cool. I liked Monk Dude. Mm-hmm. Weird apothecary guy. Yeah. And so really? he's like, I'll just put these weird herbs on you and you wake up.
0: You lay this cloth on your face.
1: I guess smelling salts? I guess that's what it was supposed to be. I don't know. I guess another thing that was kind of weird about this is that it's very much, you can tell it's Based off a of Greek epic or Greek something, a lot of Greek elements um, have been stolen from it or implied into it or whatever. But yeah, th- back to the whole how they pl- how you present Pericles is stuck up guy, well, um, hubris guy. Because the thing with most Greek stories, they're all about hubris. Like you think too much of yourself, and the gods smack you down a peg. Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that you would have this guy, like, having that hubris thing would have been more, like, more of the Greek aesthetic mm-hmm. thing if you had more of the stuck up Heracles. And again, I don't know this play. I don't know if the dialogue implies that he's more one or the other. Because, it, it, much do about nothing, Benedict's Benedict. Mm-hmm. No matter what, who the actor you give him to. Like, th- his lines basically tell you, I'm fine being a bachelor, I don't want a new girl, and the girl who I would want hits my guts. So, no. Because he did something. Because he did something. What? <laughs> he you know, did something that pissed her off, and now they yeah. hate each other. So, anyway, but it's it's Benedict. No matter what, who was playing him, it's Benedict. You can get a really bad actor to play him, but, you know. The lines are one, still bad. It's one of the reasons
0: why <laughs> you can tell it's a really bad actor playing him. Yeah, because like, the lines mm-hmm. wouldn't coincide with him.
1: Yeah, so, but I don't know apparently Pericles enough. I don't know if it was written enough to tell that personality either way. so I haven't
0: officially read the Yeah, play. I thought I should
1: read it, but from this and in um, Finley's comparisons, it's kind of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know which one would work better. I think the more tough guy, but that's just my preference. At least from what I, I do have heard. a soft
0: spot for tough guys. Mm. I have a huge soft spot for competent, tough characters. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite. I mean, I like the underdog okay, but I've seen so much. Yeah, because it's like her favorite it's,
1: trope, and it's like, no. It's just so. Oh, another
0: underdog story. Okay, another one. <laughs> I'm so happy he's gonna win the day at the end of the story. <laughs>
1: so close. So thrilled.
0: You know, know, that's my one problem with the underdog stories. Yeah, because like, just...
1: oh, am only gonna make it? It's, yeah, like... it's gonna be fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> fine.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah. So that
1: that was the play. That was the play. It wasn't um, terrible. production and stuff. If you're ever passing through, maybe give it a watch. Um, they should still be playing it, it, When is it, in like September? Sometime Um, around there. Yeah, so whenever you hear this, hopefully you have a shot to see it, but. Yeah. Or go read Pericles. Or just read the book, if you can, or find a, do you have a dramatized version somewhere? I don't know. But, yeah, figure out a way to read it, because it seemed pretty good. Yeah, it's not terrible. I think, I think for a lot of people who,
0: if you, if you want just a bunch of events that you could flesh out, here's a really good one to steal. (laughs) Public domain. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Can't say anything. No, no. Anyway, yeah, so like, it does have some good events. Uh, I did feel like the story started in the second act after intermission. Yeah. Because it felt more like Marina's story and less about Pericles.
1: Yeah, she kind of hijacks the ending (laughs) and stuff. She's like, hi, my story! Which mean, yeah, they have a lot of, like, um, kids of people in Shakespeare stories, but... Yeah, this one was very much like that, so... Mm -hmm. I don't know, but it was still good. Um, Performances were solid. No, um, not complete Shakespeare form, but then again, maybe your standards are too high, so I don't know. My standards are definitely too high. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so we'll any be problem. back for Richard, I guess, is next. Richard next? I think Richard's, um,
0: tonight, so. Alright, well, we will record Richard and tell you what we thought
1: of that one. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this content, make sure to follow on your favorite streaming platform for all news and information about upcoming shows and what I'm up to. Make sure to follow me on Facebook. If you wish to contact me to tell me either your thoughts on the episode you heard or to give me suggestions on future podcasts, or maybe you'd like to co-host with me in a future podcast, you can either message me through Anchor Facebook or you can email me at Series of Lives Inc. All links are in the description box below. Make it a great day and I will talk to you later. Bye!